Business Class, a podcast sponsored by the iBear MBA program of the USC Marshall School of Business. Expert insight into the world of business. In part two of this business class series on constructing a career, we'll look at how a person's basic motivations push them forward in career choices. I am Ana Maria Strombi Guimarães. I graduated at IBEAR 22 in 2000. Ana Maria is Audit Director at MUFG Union Bank in Los Angeles. We asked if her career goals pinned her down or pushed her ahead. I will speak for myself. A career is not completely set. I want to leave myself the the right to change and do whatever I want. And it might be something totally different from what I'm doing now, but it'll, it'll be my career. My name is Grant Ingersoll. I graduated from IBEAR 28, and I am the president of Integrated Oncology Network. Grant Ingersoll is president of Integrated Oncology Network. We asked him who was responsible for a career. There's no hot jobs for a career. There's no monster.com for a career. There's no, there's no headhunter who's really going to place you into a career. There are lots of opportunities to go out and find jobs. A career is something that you have to find yourself. I was at Merrill Lynch. I think that was uh, my sixth year there. Um, and I asked my boss for a recommendation letter, and he said, is there anything I can do for you to stay? I'm like, no, 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 not really. I love the company. I love what I do. But now I just need something else that, you know, a, a job can't give me. My career at that point was um, not interesting. I had that feeling that there was more out there. It was enough to show that there is more, but it wasn't getting me there. I think that was the, the whole, um, where I was, you know, I was doing investment management and managing people's expectations. That's what you do, you know, you're not really <laughs> managing money, managing expectations. and it, and I, you know, I could have a sense that there was more out there, but I, that's all I was going to get to do where I was. Either I just embraced that career and, you know, become a, you know, a consultant, financial consultant with a large portfolio, you know, and you can have a very comfortable life with that. You know, and the more you, you get into that, the harder it is to pull out, you know, make a career change. And I thought, I'm, I don't have, you know, many strings attached yet. And... It was just the right time. I was still young enough, and I was like, I can go to school and, and come back and change my career or, or continue. Maybe this is, I'll realize this is what I want to do. Grant realized he had a good thing going, but... I had a good career path before iBear. I had some really exciting internships. I'd interned on Wall Street. I'd interned at the White House. Uh, I'd done management consulting, and I was at Microsoft. And I really enjoyed Microsoft. This was 2004, 2005. Microsoft was at its pinnacle. Careers can keep moving forward, but it's up to you to guide the direction. And I worked in finance. Uh, I helped run several hundred million dollars on a, on a P&L. 
and it was a cool job. It was a really cool job. And I worked with really smart people doing lots of sophisticated and interesting things and learning a ton. So there were a lot of aspects that I really enjoyed. For me, Microsoft was a great fit on every factor except for one. And that was I had this entrepreneurial bug. I really wanted to find a way to go out and start something and be there from the ground up and feel like I was able to put my name on it and put my stamp on it. And at Microsoft, that's virtually impossible to do. Any big organization, that's virtually impossible to do. So I would lie awake at night in my bed feeling like I need to take on more risk. I want to take on more risk. And the problem with Microsoft is you don't have an opportunity to do that. And for me, I knew if I stayed, this is about what I'm going to be doing five years from now. This is about what I'm going to be making 10 years from now. And for me, that wasn't exciting. So for a lot of people, that's exactly the path that they want to be on. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who would have loved to have traded spots with me. But for me, that wasn't, my heart wasn't there. So I started thinking about what are ways that I can have a pivot, have a career pivot, and become more of an entrepreneur. And so going back to business school was a natural evolution, especially for someone um, at that stage in their career. I'd been working at that point for five years, which was a little bit late. So the opportunity to go to iBear specifically, which is really intended for mid-career managers, was a good fit for me. And the fact that it was one year was a great fit for me. That was something that I was really excited about because the opportunity cost for me of doing that second year wasn't really what I wanted to spend my time doing. I wanted to get out there and get, get going. I thought a lot about what I wanted to do during that year. And I took a feasibility analysis class where I started doing a project on healthcare. And I immediately resonated with healthcare and was excited about the huge advances that one could make in healthcare. And when I was in college, I thought really hard about going into pre-med. But I didn't really want to be a doctor because the sight of blood kind of makes me a little squeamish. So the opportunity to work in the business side of healthcare was something that I became really uh, impassioned by. And I remember talking to my boss when I was at Microsoft, and I had a phenomenal boss at Microsoft, great guy. And he and I were talking, and I told him that I had this entrepreneurial itch. And he, he said, look, some of the best advice I ever got was you have to manage your own career. No one's going to manage it for you. You really have to figure out what you want to do and go after it. Otherwise, you're going to be the guy who's stuck hating his career, and you don't want to be that guy. You want to be the guy that is out doing exactly what he wants to do, who wakes up in the morning feeling really enthused and excited about what he's going after. And I took that advice to heart. I mean, unfortunately for him, I ended up leaving Microsoft because of it, but it turned out to be the exact right to advice to go out and do what you want to do and to forge that path. And again, for me, I was on a path that I think for a lot of people would have been interesting, but uh, you know, going up to that point before I got into USC, but after, after I, I don't think I really appreciated it until after I'd been out of iBear for a while of how important that advice had been for me to really determine exactly what I wanted to do and go after it. And again, that one year, which for me, I knew really what I wanted to get after, but that one year provided the perfect amount of time to make the pivot and the career change so that I could be the guy that I am today. Anna Maria saw it was time to make a decision. When I make decisions in my life, it's always like um, I don't take too long. To me, I, not deciding is the error, you know, you just 
decide and go for it. It became apparent that increasing her skills was critical. Well, I quickly figured out that USC was, um, uh, it was a good school for entrepreneurship. Um, one of my ideas of coming and, you know, maybe getting a different flavor in my career was, I want to learn more about strategic planning. But I figured, you no, know, no large company might hire me right away. I mean, I, that's not my background. And so I figured, but I can help small startup companies and figure out, you know, the strategy and, you know, maybe they will, they will give me a shot. Um, I had experience in uh, analyzing companies and, you know, strategies from an investment standpoint. And to me, like, that, I think that's interesting. So when I came to USC, I already knew that entrepreneurship was one of their fortes. Uh, I took a lot of elective courses. Uh, entrepreneurship was one of them. E-commerce was one of them. Um, you know, and that with the core classes that I bear, uh, you know, gave us, it was all global. You know, it, it's, it's global marketing, global economy, global strategy. You know, even accounting was international accounting and all that kind of, you know, it's like it really is the world which is what attracted me. But USC itself, beyond iBear, had all these other, um, uh, uh, these other offers to me. So I just went for it. One of the most important steps is to decide what success looks like. And another big part of the life that I wanted to lead was having a successful career that I really enjoyed and in a field that I felt good about, where I felt like I was making a difference. And that's something that takes time. You won't, you don't, most people don't just fall into that. Some people get lucky and they figure it out early on. But there are all sorts of retirement commercials about, you know, build up your 401ks over, you know, the 35 years of your career so that you can then spend the time once you hit X age doing what you really want to do. I didn't want that to be me. I wanted to be doing what I really wanted to do my entire career. And I'm really fortunate in that right now I'm on that path. And, and it's really exciting, and I love what I get to wake up and do every day. There are no guarantees in a career. Uh, you know, there's no guarantees that I'm going to be sitting here five years from now. Um, but you can certainly manage it. Um, there are certain ways that you can go about setting yourself up for success. Getting the right skills is a big part of it. Networking is a big part of it. Making sure you do excellent work at every possible opportunity is a big part of it. And to me, a big part of it was expressing to people around me that I was working closely with, I'm looking to do something a little bit entrepreneurial here. And that helped put me on the path. I mean, I told my boss that at Microsoft, and it helped me leave Microsoft. I told my boss that at my first job, and he's now my business partner. So him knowing that I wanted to do something more entrepreneurial certainly gave him the notice that, hey, if I want to start something new, I could go do it with Grant. Anna Maria looked at the importance of having a job that matches her values. I have some um, sort of principles, you know, what kind of job I would not want to do or you know, kind of companies I would not work for. You know, and I, you know, I have to work for a living, you know, and, and it means a lot of my time is spent on doing that. And I figure, you know, better be meaningful. <laughs> it's kind of a simple, cheesy philosophy, if you will, but that's, that's true, you know. And so I want to work for a company that does meaningful things. Um, and 
doesn't harm people. I happen to work for Bank of America. It's a huge bank. It touches millions of consumers. And if they're not doing the right thing, they're touching people in a way, you know, that their financial lives, their pockets, their families, you know. And so I just happen to be in, just be given this opportunity to be in, in, in corporate audit. And I didn't start that way. I started in risk assessment and I moved to corporate audit. So you can see the connection from strategic planning, strategic management to going to risk assessment, which is part of strategic planning, and then now corporate audit, which is, are we managing risk? You know, now, normally I say audit, people think I'm an accountant, and I do, I audit the books. I couldn't be further from, from that, you know. It, and right now I'm auditing consumer compliance, so I really have to make sure the bank does the right thing in all the millions of regulations that, you know, it needs to comply with. Consumer regulation today is just, um, it's just turning inside and out in the United States. And, uh, and the bank is, sets the standards because it's, you know, it's so big and so old and, and established that the, the competitors and the smaller banks all look up to Bank of America and how we're doing. And so, you know, it's, it's a privileged position to be, you know, to do what I do. I mean, I get to see what all the lines of businesses do. And I get to evaluate, are you doing enough to uh, protect the company and the consumer? And, you know, and, and I get to tell them when it's not so, and then they have to do something to fix it. It's kind of like, you know, it's a pretty big job. And, and it's just, it fulfills me that way, you know. Um, so I am happy there. Grant and Anna Maria give us their final thoughts. To me, and I was having a conversation with someone about this earlier today, you really only get one life to live. And it's up to you to make the most of that life. And if you want to make the most of that life, you've got to spend as much time as you can doing what you want to do. A career is a, is a, a progression that a person has in contributing to the society in the way that they, they feel they're better fit to do. You start figuring it out and then you just embrace it. So hopefully at the end of your life you'll look back and say, this is how I contributed and I'm happy about it. The Business Class Career Series will continue with more in-depth analysis of how successful careers are constructed. Business Class expert insight into the world of business. The host is Dick Drobnik, producer Pankaj Bhushan, director Dan Griffin, web developer Rick Pine, and I am Robin Garthwaite. <laughs>